0: Terror is back in the Big Apple. It is hit again. Shooter is out in the street. Police are actually still searching for the suspect at this point in time. We don't know as we are recording this at about noontime. The shooting occurred earlier in the day during rush hour. It is basically as Robert Moses told the Fox 5 uh, earlier. when the scene first evolved, A situation that is fluid and moving at this time. The fatalities were still unclear as casualty reports were coming in. Let's listen to Robert Moses.
1: Roseanne, we're on our way to the scene. I just got off the phone with a detective who is still trying to piece together what happened, but preliminarily, and again, I want to stress preliminarily, what, what he is hearing is that multiple people have been shot and separately some sort of device, what he described as a bomb, also went off. Uh, at the 36th Street Station in Sunset Park, give you a sense of a very busy area of the city and multiple subway lines, uh, just to name a few. Be, we're, we're looking issue. right, so Robert, we'll while, through
2: there. Robert, while you're talking, we're looking at the scene right now. We do have some pictures and we see a lot of uh, police cars and ambulances right there. Do we know how many people have been wounded? Uh, I was told multiple casualties. Uh, we're, we're hearing reports that potentially
1: six people have been shot. Um, and and I, I want to caution you'll, you'll hear the word casualty. That doesn't necessarily mean uh, people have died. The, the detective that I was speaking with didn't have that cleared up yet. So we don't know.
0: So that's Robert Moses of Fox 5. Uh, he's talking to Roseanne. I forget Roseanne's last name. Forgive me for that. Uh, Fox 5, of course, is a local Fox affiliate here in New York City. And uh, they're usually one of the quickest when it comes to uh, breaking news. Uh, and, and this happened at about 9.15 in the morning when uh, New Yorkers, many of them on their way to work, uh, heard about the shooting. Uh, we don't know exactly what the explosive device was used for. Uh, some say it may have been used as a smokescreen. And, uh, you know, CBS News is covering it. uh, ABC News is covering it. CNN is covering it. Uh, Obviously, the other networks are as well, like Fox and and uh, and others. Now, um, uh, right away, the uh, the uh, uh, media outlets are talking about, you know, gun violence, violence. You know, where the guns came from and all this, which is an issue, obviously, in a city as large as New York. This is the largest city in the United States. Uh, But uh, uh, unlike many other cities in the USA, uh, it is basically a city that is uh, largely gun-free among civilians. Uh, it, It has been that way probably for 100 years going back uh, you know to the uh, 1800s when guns were very common in other parts of the United States uh, you didn't really you, you people could own them in New York City back then but it is not as common now now what exactly the uh, the uh, explosive was uh, what happened uh, today uh, is is something that a lot of people are concerned about. And, uh, you know, people are looking at uh, when uh, this has happened, uh, you know, you, you can look at the situation, um, there is supposed to be a press conference coming up by the mayor, and, uh, of course, uh, w- what is going on now, City News, New York had something out earlier, and, of course, there is actual video of the uh commuters you know fleeing the subway line uh with you know the shooting but as the people get out of the subway car what is notable is that most of the people who were injured uh the shooter seemed to be shooting at a low angle uh so they were shooting at the lower extremities the legs uh you know the feet that type of thing uh It is unclear if they were targeting someone and and it just so happened that other people were were in and you know if you if you listen to it you know as the uh as you know the train comes came in and people got off the train you could you could hear the audio and there's a lot of smoke coming out of the subway car And it is, you know, something that, that does happen. Uh, crime is is a problem in New York City. We, we did that on our last podcast, and if if you look at the video uh, that was that was put out there by by one of the people on the train, uh, which which starts as the train pulls into a station, uh, we don't know if this is from the same exact car that uh, you know it, it took place in, but you can see people are definitely affected. Uh, you know the the idea is uh, that uh, there are you know a lot of people uh, you know running away from the you know the the uh, the pipe uh, area, and this of course follows yesterday a situation that took place in Times Square where a uh, what, what police were calling a a, a, um, a small gas explosion a methane gas explosion. Uh, Inside the um, uh, sewer system, uh, caused people to you know panic and run uh, in Times Square. So, so that's two incidences, one after another. Of course, the one in Times Square has been ruled accidental. Uh, This one, of course, in Brooklyn is uh, you know uh, being looked at in in a different manner. Uh, From the initial reports of an hour ago, some say sixteen people have been admitted to hospital. Uh, 13 injured, surprisingly, Uh, and and thank goodness uh, for that, no fatalities have been reported at this time. Now, here's how ABC News uh, is, of course, uh, reporting on the situation, and what do they have to say about it?
1: Ken We're following breaking news in Sunset Park, Brooklyn, where at least five people have been shot this morning. Four of those victims shot at the 36th Street subway station. Another person shot at the 25th Street station nearby in Greenwood Heights. We're told the police are looking for a suspect who was wearing a gas mask and a construction outfit. As you can see, it is quite an active scene. Right now, no service on the D and and R lines through most of Brooklyn, causing an absolute mess, as you can imagine. Joining me on the phone right now, we have uh, former Chief of Detectives of the NYPD, Robert Boyce, good morning. Thank you very much for joining us on Zoom, uh, Chief Boyce. When you heard about this, uh, what was the first thing that came to your mind?
3: Uh, Good morning, Ken. One of the issues that scares the most in the city is what happens on the subways. We've had issues before there, as you well know and it's uh, these kind of transit hubs which is what this is there's a, there's a, a local line there's also an express there there's also schools nearby so right now we're just uh, we're in the uh, trying to figure things out but um going, going forward uh, the subways is a condensed area that's a big problem for the city and these things pop up from time to time and uh you really don't know uh exactly what it is right now but that thing with the gas mask that initial report don't know if it's true or not that's a filter mask and that's a game changer everybody has to be masked on the subways well, the filter mask is somewhat different, and that should stand out.
1: And some reports were that there was some kind of smoke device activated. Police have some suspicious packages they're looking at. Of course, those packages could just be something someone accidentally left behind, innocently. But there have been reports of smoke on the subway. What does that sound like when somebody is wearing a gas mask and there's smoke on the subway? What uh, what would intent to be there?
3: So you look at it differently it's not a random um incident it's a targeted incident so again we're in conjecture right here we don't know uh there's pulmonary stuff coming in so if you see something like that in some you know smoke, smoke that type of thing you'll get a targeted fact rather than a random attack which random meeting <laughs> two people don't like each other gang whatever it is and opens opens fire people are hit this is somewhat differently if this is true about the uh about the smoke right now they just you see the um the picture of the uh detective speaking, They're just exchanging information, seeing what's going on, and, and talking to people and seeing what they got.
1: Now we understand, Chief, that there was a level one mobilization call. What is that? What is it when you call a, a level one or any level mobilization?
3: So mobilizations are different is one, two, three, and four. The only time a four has ever been called is nine eleven. So one is bringing local resources, task force, SRG, into the area to
0: help stabilize the situation. That's so. Essentially, you're listening to uh, all this and, uh, you know, you're listening to how the media is reporting it. And of course, uh, you know, how police are reacting. That That's a former chief of detectives um, who've seen this kind of thing before. Uh, right away, he says this is a, a targeted kind of uh, attack. Uh, we now know it happened at more than one subway station. Uh, first, at 21st Street and at 36th Street. I've been on this train. Um, this is the R train. Um this actually goes deeper into Brooklyn um and, and and you know further up um further up the line uh as 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 you go uh uh into this area. So as of course we listen to what is happening, uh there's a lot of things going on and uh, you know you hear it from one side, which is the side of the police and uh the media as, as as they report it but but some of the YouTubers are, are out there pretty fast and, and they're getting some of the interviews that came in early on this uh shooting and uh one of this is, is a young woman uh who was outside uh 36th street subway station she was in the area and she describes the scene as it happens and they all you hear
4: was a big loud noise it sounded like like an explosion and then there was just People running out of the train station, so it was very, you know, hectic this morning. People were just, you know, bleeding. there was, you know, we had no idea what was really going on. They heard an explosion. They heard a big boom, and then um, there was people banging into each other. There was smoke everywhere, and then there was people lying on the platform. I mean, it's been going on all over Brooklyn, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens. We heard about something happening in Queens last night. I mean, this is every time I put on the news, and I always watch you guys, and it's like. Incredible, and you know, there's just so
0: much violence, so much going on. So, basically, you know, this, this is a, an eyewitness in the area. She wasn't on the train, she wasn't on the platform. Uh, she's describing what she heard and what she saw, uh, over by 36th Street in Brooklyn, where where this, uh, you know, thing happened in Sunset Heights, uh, which is a, a relatively affluent part of uh, the community uh you know but but it is also a working class neighborhood at the same time and that's kind of weird that's something unique to new york city so as you know you listen obviously to uh, a lot of the things that are going on in the city you're starting to hear you know the uh the police response and uh about 1 11 in the afternoon the uh, police have, uh, have left the tracks uh, uh, at, the, uh, at the train station and uh, you know basically what is what is happening now is, is the follow-up operation as police continue to search for the suspect. Uh, the fact that he was able to get away uh, is, is something that is disconcerting to a lot of people. Searches is going on and uh, as you can hear Avenue. There's still a lot of other things that the fire department, the police department, uh, have to deal with. Four. Four, also on the, cross. Also the four six, EDP, C. Avenue. West Avenue
4: 179
0: on the cross. So you have, uh, you know, these cases of EDPs that are out there. By the way, uh, you can access any of this information publicly. It's on Broadcasticity. It's a uh, public website. Uh, They have scanner feeds. Uh, When police departments have sensitive operations, obviously they're not going to be talking on their general broadcast frequency, what is going on. But Broadcasticity is is part of a a system uh, that is protected by, you know, uh, Supreme Court rulings that say, that uh, certain public feeds of radio uh, that are not encrypted uh, are allowed for people to be able to know what is going on in their community. Um, what is generally frowned upon is if you're broadcasting it live. And of course, we are a recorded podcast, and uh, anything that you're hearing. Green bag so you know you you can hear the different So you can hear about emotionally disturbed persons there's a green bag across from a church somewhere uh, you know all of these issues that are that are cropping up uh, on the general assignments line of the New York Police Department and uh, you know even with the shooting they still have a thousand other situations that they're dealing with. And that happened uh, throughout the day in a typical day in the city and uh you know those situations are situations that are, that are looked at uh earlier uh new york's uh commissioner of police was, was out there and she had uh, this to say about uh what was happening
2: And then open fire, striking multiple people on the subway using the platform. Again, I will describe him as an individual who was wearing my platform as a male black, approximately five feet, five inches tall with a heavy bill. He was wearing
0: a green construction type vest and a sweatshirt as hard as so that's essentially the description and uh, you know what was what, what 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 is happening in that particular area and uh you know how how essentially uh, people are affected by it uh people are going to be monitoring looking at the scanners i mean you, you look at the scanner channel i'm on there's about uh, 250 people on it which is normally there's two or three so you can tell people are, are concerned you can also look at the scanner channel where the uh, uh fire department is and there's about 500 people on that channel so that tells you know there is a lot of interest about what is going on that's the latest for me for now from here in uh, the city that never sleeps and uh, of course the police won't be sleeping Uh, they'll be out there looking for what has happened and uh, who is responsible for this and of course you know multiple shooter at multiple platforms on a subway uh, the M train as far as we we now know uh, then this is something that is uh, going to be uh, very very monitored and looked at where the person is we do not know And that's it, I'm Mike of New York. You're in the streets with me.
5: Commissioner Keyshawn Sewell will outline the events as we know them. Laura Cavanaugh, the first Deputy Commissioner and Acting Fire Commissioner, will walk you through casualties. General Lieber from the MTA will give us the status of the system, and then we'll be able to entertain some limited questions. There will be another briefing later this afternoon where we'll be able to update that, and then additional briefings as needed. First Deputy Mayor Lorraine Grillo.
6: Thank you. Thank you, John. So from the very minute this incident occurred, the mayor and I have been on the phone monitoring the situation constantly. We have uh, worked with all of our agencies, the FDNY, NYPD, OEM, Uh, All of the agencies who have worked really hard together and we continue to throw all of the city's resources at at this at this situation We've made all of the resources available and we'll work with the Office of Emergency Management for any additional needs I'm going to ask the police commissioner, Keyshawn Sowell, to speak to you and give you an update on on the events of today. Thank you.
2: Good afternoon. We're here to update New Yorkers about an active shooting incident that took place this morning inside the 36th Street subway station on the N Line. I want to begin by assuring the public that there are currently no known explosive devices on our subway trains, and this is not being investigated as an act of terrorism at this time. We can also report that although this was a violent incident, reportedly we have no one with life-threatening injuries as a result of this case. This investigation is only hours old, so please note this information is subject to change. Just before 8.24 this morning, as a Manhattan-bound N train waited to enter the 36th Street Station, an individual on that train donned what appeared to be a gas mask. He then took a canister out of his bag and opened it. The train at that time began to fill with smoke. He then opened fire, striking multiple people on the subway and in the platform. Again, We will describe him as an individual. He is being reported as a male black, approximately five feet, five inches tall, with a heavy build. He was wearing a green construction type vest and a hooded sweatshirt, the color is gray. At this time, we are working with our federal partners where we are asking for the public's help. Anyone with information, videos, or photographs, no matter how insignificant they think it may be, is encouraged to call Crime Stoppers at 800-577-TIPS. All calls are strictly Search confidential. I'd like to turn it over to the FDNY to give information about the victims. Oh,
6: I'm sorry. I apologize, the governor would like to speak now. No governor Hope, my apologies. That's right. Uh, good afternoon. This morning, ordinary, ordinary New Yorkers woke up in anticipation of a relatively normal day. They left their homes and route to school, and route to their jobs, and to a normal day, as I mentioned. That sense of tranquility and normalness was disrupted, brutally disrupted, by an individual so cold-hearted and depraved of heart that they had no caring about the individuals that they assaulted as they simply went about their daily lives. This individual is still on the loose. This person is dangerous. They're asking individuals to be very vigilant and alert. You'll get more reports on specificity as the day goes on. So this is an active shooter situation right now in the city of New York. I just got off the phone with the mayor. He's recovering well, He is monitoring, he's actively engaged in the situation. I wanted to let him know that the people of the entire state of New York stand with the people of this city, this community, and we say no more. No more mass shootings, no more disrupting lives. Don't worry, creating heartbreak for people, just trying to live their lives as normal New Yorkers. It has to end, and it ends now. And we are sick and tired of reading headlines about crime, whether they're mass shootings, or the loss of a teenage girl, or a 13-year-old. It has to stop. I'm committing the full resources of our state to fight this surge of crime, this insanity that is seizing our city, because we want to get back to normal. It has been a long, hard two years. That's what we crave, that sense of stability and normalcy. And this is what the mayor and I are going to continue to work toward. And I thank the partners, the brave people of the MTA, the first ones who had the sense, the drivers of the train, to leave the station to make sure no more victims could be hurt. The NYPD, FDNY, state police, Everyone involved in this has one purpose, and has to stop the insanity of these crimes. You'll hear now from our fire department. I want to thank them for being there to help us defuse a volatile situation, but we'll be giving continued reports as this day unfolds. Again, we ask everyone to be careful, be cautious, report what you see. It is likely that someone out there listening to this to help us lead us to that individual you have a description of what they're wearing you know the details but this is the day we pull together as new yorkers united in a common purpose to say no more and that is what i'm going to continue to do as the governor of the state of new york working with our local partners right here thank you
4: thank you governor good afternoon this morning the fdny received reports of gunshot victims in the subway. Thanks to their quick response, we were able to treat 16 patients. 10 of those patients are suffering from gunshot wounds at this time. And five of them are in critical but stable condition in our local hospitals. Can you say that again? Yes, we have 16 total patients. 10 of them are suffering from gunshot wounds. And five of them are in critical but stable condition at this time. I'm gonna pass it over to the MTA for an update on our subways.
7: okay first of all we have to thank the nypd and the fdny and the whole team who've done so much to protect us and help immediately to recover from this situation and i also need to acknowledge the mta workers who had were, were at the the, thought, the foresight to immediately move a train that was on the platform the r train out of the station so it could carry people to safety that was that was smart thinking right now uh, B service is suspended, W services suspended. The D and the N and the R are running with suspensions and some shuttle buses. Um, and folks should check the website for latest. Obviously, it's a disrupted uh, day, um, but a lot of the system is in fact running. Um, I just want to say one thing on a personal note, which is on 9-11, I stood on 4th Avenue and watched people, New Yorkers, come back from that tragedy. And I thought, I watched New Yorkers help each other and storekeepers walk out and give people water. That was the same thing we saw on the platform today. We saw New Yorkers in a difficult situation, an emergency, helping each other. That's the subway riders, that's who New Yorkers are. Every day they're showing people in the subway, which is our public space, that New Yorkers of all varieties can come together in small spaces and get along and create something bigger. That's what we remember in these emergencies, as well as the tragedy and the thought for the for the quick recovery of the victims. Is New Yorkers are incredibly resilient, just after, as they are in every emergency, and we thank them for what they've done. And we thank the governor and the mayor for their leadership in all of our recovery from COVID and from every one of these challenges.
5: So, just. Uh reiterate, we're going to be li- very limited in what we are able to answer in questions. Uh, just to also underline our partners here, we got Mike Reagan. Uh, Mike Regan is the Assistant Special Agent in Charge of the Joint Terrorism Task Force with the FBI and NYPD. John DeVito from ATF who's helping us with tracing efforts and investigation. Uh, he's the Special Agent in Charge for New York City. We're the Brooklyn District Attorney, Eric Gonzalez, who is also here. And, uh, of course, Chief Ten Corey, Chief of Department, and First Deputy Commissioner Ed Caban. Uh, we'll start off with questions for the police. Was the shooting on the Was the
4: shooting on the train, the on the train or on the, the, the platform? Was the
6: suspect on the platform or in the train? And was it, it was, did it all happen in the 36th Street Station or what happened down in 25th Street?
2: The suspect was in the train car, the shooting began in the train car. Commissioner, can
6: you give us some more detail exactly what happened
2: in the car? Did the suspect say anything? What type of weapon did he have? And what was going on inside the car as this all happened? So, as I stated before, we we're only able to get a limited information because it's under investigation. As the train was pulling into the station, the subject put on a gas mask. He then opened a canister that was in his bag, and then the car filled with smoke. After that, he began shooting. We be on the train or... Guys, one time, guys, one time!
5: Commissioner, uh, does this appear to be random? Any idea why this individual did this and did this here?
2: We do not know the motive at this time, but we're not ruling anything out. The injuries the that are not gunshots, so they shrapnel wounds. What are, what are the other injuries that were not gunshots? We want to fire department.
4: There are a variety of other injuries from smoke inhalation to shrapnel uh, to panic from the incident. When you say when strap you load, see what would the strap coming from? It could be from anything. It's still under investigation at this time, so it could be a grazing from a bullet. It could be from the panic after following the incident. But not from an explosive device? Not at this time. Any idea of the suspect of where they left? to the train tracks. You'll stay you stay there, you can find Any idea of the whereabouts
2: yeah. That's subject to investigation. We're endeavoring to determine that right now. Okay,
5: Josh. Uh, why Mr. were there why the why train tracks.
4: Commissioner, why do you. Uh,
2: I'm not ruling out anything. Uh, we're determining what that motive is, and we'll find that out as the investigation continues.
5: So the victims tend to one
2: particular ethnic uh, group?
5: No, sir. The victims have a variety so of things. Does
7: anybody else
2: recover so down
7: there?
4: The the
5: got We got time for about two more. Why
4: were the trains not shut down immediately, and if they were, could it have been easier to catch the, the suspect?
5: That's not the case.
2: How, How were, were the cameras, cameras working injured? in the subway station? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Were the cameras working in the subway station? That's under investigation as we speak.
7: Do you suspect if it's an MTA worker given that it, they were wearing a construction vest? Or possibly identi- another city worker or something?
2: We have not identified the
6: subject. He was wearing a green type construction Governor Hochul,
2: vest. do you want to comment on the arrests of your Lieutenant Governor, Brian Benjamin? Did he speak to you this morning? Were you wearing, will you continue to campaign with him?
6: I'll be happy to report on that later today. We'll have a statement out there. I've not had a chance to speak to him. I was on doing media interviews this morning. But this is not the place, but I will be addressing it very shortly. Let's focus on the fact that there are people in a hospital right now fighting for their lives those are the people we're thinking about and praying for at this moment. All right, thank you very much. listen, we're going to get — on a second.
5: Hang on a second. We're going to get back to you with a time for an update later. The information is developing. We expect to have more later. And that will not be here. That will be — um either at the precinct or headquarters we'll find an appropriate location where we have enough room and we can do this in a controlled environment he said the
7: other briefing is not here when well it'll be announced it'll be announced guys
5: right,
7: so we can come get our mics please yeah we're gonna i think we're gonna start
1: restoring the uh, vehicular traffic on fourth avenue so it
4: was said there were uh Right
7: now,
1: we know 10 gunshot
4: wounds,
1: five... Eighties, five eighties, yes. Eighties, call eighties. Off. Let's go. Guys, let's get a microphone. We're going to start
0: opening up- You just heard the uh, press conference from the uh, governor, uh, Kathy Hochul, uh, as well as the deputy mayor of New York City. And lastly, of course, uh, the deputy chief of police on the situation. John Miller was the one uh, introducing it. He's the head of the... Uh, Counterterrorism division of the uh, NYPD. Essentially, at this time, the police are not looking at this as an act of terrorism, but more as an act of a criminal activity, possibly by a disturbed individual. That's the latest to me for now. From here uh, in New York City, it is uh, about 1:30 in the afternoon, and the NYPD still has not located the suspect as of this time. Search continues, according to monitoring that's out there. And I'm Mike of New York. We will keep you updated things going along, Have a great day and stay safe wherever you are. And remember, if you see something, say something. Even if you're blind, talk about something if you hear something.